Thanks for listening to the informal program as we come to you from a Wednesday, which means we had an extra day to prepare a great show for you today with questions like, do the Rockets have a legitimate chance of winning the NBA championship? I mean, really, come on. Live from a city in Southern California, this is the informal program. Uh, excuse me for a minute. I, I don't mean to be that guy, but uh, why why is the music coming through the... John, what what in the world did you do? I, I, I must have miswired something. That's not supposed to happen. No, that's supposed to come through my headphones, not through the speaker. Thank you. Okay. Uh, the, the Bluetooth connection or something. All right. Do you want to disconnect it on the air while we're at it? Yeah, sure. All right. If you hear a beeping noise, that's us disconnecting and turning off Bluetooth. Uh, go ahead and do it, John. It has been done. Thank you. I mean, really. You think we make this stuff up? We really don't. We're really trying to do a, a radio show here. Operative word trying. Yes, operative word is trying. Welcome to the informal program live with you on a rainy Wednesday in Southern California here. If you're wondering why the show got moved from its usual Tuesday perch to Wednesday, we were in San Diego yesterday and we made the decision, well, let me put it this way. John Beanie couldn't figure out how to work Skype. That's basically what happened. So he had to do the show today on a Wednesday. San Diego was fun. And we were at SeaWorld. Is Bagman in here? No. All right, I can talk about SeaWorld without him ranting at me. Oh, because you know he'd be on you, man. He'd, he, would, he would leap on you. It would be like fresh meat. Y yes, I don't. Yes, it would, but I don't think that's the analogy you should. That's true, yeah. Forget I said it. All right. Anyway, we were at SeaWorld. Well, I was at SeaWorld. I don't know where you guys were. What have you been doing all week? Apparently getting ready for the show by disconnecting the Bluetooth speakers. And uh, what, what else have we done here? That was pretty much it. Yeah. And, and gotten me a quality show content with Will the Rockets Win Again. Do you want to discuss that, actually? No, I don't want to discuss We Very funny, but we did the show last week talking about how we're not going to go into the Rockets winning. and we, The Rockets and Warriors are done playing each other. We'll wait for the playoffs, okay? They have a 1-8 chance of winning the, the Western Conference. How do you know that? Because they make the playoffs and they're eight teams. Oh, wow, Mr. Math Major over here. So, we have a... Sh Can I please finish? Yeah, well, you're not the one interrupting me. No, you're interrupting me. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Okay, so we were at SeaWorld. You said that five times. Because you keep interrupting me. All right, Snippy. So, you're at SeaWorld. Thank you. And people are walking around, and I saw a lot of Charger stuff, and I was like, man, I feel, I really feel for San Diego, man. Can we, can we do something for them? I know we're in a, we're a city in Southern California. We're closer to L.A. than we are to San Diego, if you haven't figured that out by now, by our show, by our interview we had. That's a hint. By our talk about the Rose Bowl and Auto Club Speedway, which I went to this weekend. We'll get to that later, maybe. Anyway, I was in San Diego at SeaWorld for the fifth time. And saw a lot of Chargers gear there. Uh, could see the arena where the Gulls play. And the San Diego Gulls are like the second professional team they have. I feel really, really bad for them. Can we give them, you know, can we, can we give them, I, I don't mean this in a mocking way because I, I do enjoy this team. But can we give them the Clippers back? Please, can we, can we give them something? Can Los Angeles help them out and give them something? The Clippers. Who, who should we give them? Well, I mean, besides the Chargers. Besides the Chargers. 
We could get, well, I don't know if that can be done. That would be operable. But how do we, how do we work this out? Who can we talk to? I mean, I'll get on the phone with, like, a representative if you want, like, the mayor or something. I don't know if we need to go that far, but. Yeah, okay, like, like, uh, we get, like, okay, how about this? The Lakers get draft picks, and we send them back to uh, San Diego. What, what draft picks are they getting? I don't know. Because they don't, the, the point is. Watch your nose, man. All right, I'm sorry. All right, the, the sports dot. You know what? Be quiet. Sit down and be humble because just for that, we're going to have your, your penalty. You're going to have to pay off your penalty right now. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, well, your story will have to wait. Your story will have to wait just for that. Sit down. Sit down. Be humble. Yeah, all right. Bring out the dice. What? All right, two weeks ago on the show. Why are you yelling? Because it, it gives the... Play the sound again. I want my, my proper music. Two weeks ago, you were discussing the Oscars. You said the Oscars preview. It was an Oscars review. Also, you said Shakreen Griffin had one arm. He has one hand. He has two arms. And lastly, you said Danica Patrick finished third in the Indianapolis 500, but she finished fourth. For your crimes, bring out the sports die. All right, hold on. Let me explain what we're doing here for those of you wildly confused, including myself, because this show has gone completely off the rails in five minutes. We have a penalty system for when I mess up on the show. I mean, other shows do it. But ours is within the construct of sports. Do we even have the dice? Well, I have something worked out already. Just keep talking. All right. So when I mess up on the show, does anyone else get any penalty when they mess up? No, but I get penalty. When I mess up on the show, I have to... Uh, be submitted to the sentient sports die who among other things picked our march madness brackets for this year and picks an obscure sport that i have to talk about for two minutes but since i had so many penalties accumulated i have to talk about them for four minutes so that sound you just heard is the music of the sentient sports die who apparently has disappeared from the show yet again well i think he's on the floor or something so in case we lose the die like now what happens well because the Masters is coming up, I, I talked with the guy, and he said you can pay off your penalty by discussing uh, Tiger Woods for four minutes. Okay, so we can discuss golf. So do, do we have to have the music come back? Yes, we have to pretend we rolled the dice. And we rolled it, and oh, look, it's the magical fifth, uh, sorry, the seventh die. The seventh die. Die number seven, golf. All right, start talking. Okay. I, I really apologize for what's going on in the show, folks. I, I didn't I didn't know we were going here today. I really didn't. I thought this was going to be a, a day where we discussed uh, San Diego. We celebrated Shohei Otani. I don't know if celebrate is the right word. True, but we're going to discuss him. But instead, we're talking about dice. So let me say for four minutes. Let's begin. Okay, so... Oh, man. I got to collect myself because I was not expecting the show to, to go into this particular channel. Okay, so Tiger Woods, he's played in two tournaments. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I like golf. I have not watched either one. I've been doing other things on my Sunday. But I want to discuss something I find interesting out of this whole story, which is the idea that, oh, Tiger Woods is back, and it's refueling the entire sport of golf. That's an interesting idea because I don't think in, in U.S. sports, and if someone has an, uh, a, a different um, – What's the word I'm looking for? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not in your brain. Thank you, Dave. That was helpful. I don't know if there's a comparison in another 
individual sport. Thank you, John, for talking to my ear and telling me. I got you, man. Thank you. I don't know if there's a comparison in another individual sport, but the only time I've seen something like this happen is in team sports where you have a, a team and, oh, they're back. So, for instance, you have Miami college football. And in the 80s, the U, this huge deal. They're, they're brash, they're cocky, they're arrogant. So Miami goes through a bit of a slide in the 90s and 2000s. And then there are times when they played Notre Dame a few years ago, a few times in the past couple years, where the crowd is into it and everyone says, oh, Miami's back. This reminds us of the old days. Or if the Dallas Cowboys suddenly just went dominant all over the league. Wow, this reminds us of the old days. I'm a NASCAR fan. And there are a few times where people say, oh, it's like the 90s again. But that's not confined to the drivers. That's usually confined to the tracks or the type of racing. And that's something that you can have with anyone. I think what's interesting about the whole Tiger Woods thing is it's one dude. Like, it's not tied to a golf course. It's not tied to, uh, oh, this was a great shootout like we saw before. No, it's literally tied to Tiger Woods. I hope I'm making sense here. I'm fascinated by the idea that it's not, oh, the sport is back because the competition reminds us of the old days, because the way this course is playing reminds us of the old days. It's no, golf is back because Tiger Woods is playing better. That's just a really interesting concept that the entire sport revolves, at least in the U.S., I mean, globally, I'm sure this is not the case, but it revolves around Tiger Woods. Give me something else like that. In the NBA, for instance, okay, you have your star players, they come and go. But the competition, the rivalries remind us of, oh, Lakers-Celtics. But you don't have to necessarily have the Lakers or the Celtics to have that feeling. Well, I think you do. I mean, because do you get that same feeling with the, the Cavs and the Warriors? But my point is, it's not just, okay, here, here's, my, here's what I'm trying to say here. Hope this makes sense. The Lakers-Celtics rivalry was... It revolved around Bird and Magic. But you can have the feeling of Lakers-Celtics without those two guys because, in a way, we got a small glimpse of it when it was Paul Pierce and Kobe. That's my point. You don't literally have to have members of the 80s Miami Dolphins team to get the feeling of, wow, it reminds us of the old days. You don't have to have Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, Mark Martin out there to say, wow, this reminds me of old NASCAR. You can get that feeling with other people. My point is that in golf, as we've seen over the past few days, competitions, it revolves solely around Tiger Woods. Because for, what was that? When, when did he have his, his issues? Was it 2008? Something like that. Yeah, 2008, 2009. Something. I remember when that happened, by the way. Just, well, it was right after, it was on Thanksgiving, right after the um, football. We turn off the TV and there's Tiger Woods' car like with a smashed window on it. Like, what's going on? Why is Tiger in the news? Since then, golf has had none of that. Very good. You have paid off your penalty, sir. Let me get the phone here. All right, sir, you have paid off your penalty. The sports guy accepts your apology. Continue on to your show. Thank you. Okay, so I was in San Diego at SeaWorld. I saw a lot of... Chargers gear, and I felt sorry for him. And we really need to get San Diego some more pro sports. If LA can help in any way, uh, call the number at the bottom of your screen, and we will do our best to get San Diego another professional sports team. Can we do so with soccer? Can LAFC like put in a good word for them? Well, they need something, man. 
They need something, man. This is sad. We've, 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 you want to talk about content harvesting like we do on this show with topics. We've harvested two-thirds of their sports teams. We took the Clippers, we took the Chargers, and the Padres are left, and the Dodgers beat up on the Padres all the time. Like, I'm really, I'm really feeling for them. They're a great city. They need more sports. Okay. So, in the uh, two minutes I have left. Two minutes? Yeah, two minutes. Well, way to break the fourth wall. Just keep talking. You don't have to be like, oh, how many minutes do I have left? All right. Very well. Okay, so I want to get to this. We'll probably get to it after the break. Well, yeah, we will, because you keep talking about it, and you'll have time. Shohei Otani. Shohei. Thank you. Shohei Otani is a baseball player who plays for the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And he is, some people are calling him the Japanese Babe Ruth. He hits, he pitches, he does it all. He could have gone anywhere in Major League Baseball this past offseason, and he decided to go to the Angels. And because we're a radio show, we have to tease. So coming up next on the Informer program, I'm going to tell you why Shohei Otani went to the Angels and why... Yes, Dave? Shohei. Shohei. Thank you. And why that was such a good decision for him. He is a master... Shohei Otani, whether he is good or not in Major League Baseball, he is a brilliant businessman and genius who knows himself very well. And I'm going to explain why after the break. On the informal program here on the Network of Obscure Broadcasting, soundcloud.com slash informal program. And where else are we? Uh, iTunes. Thank you. I forgot iTunes. You can go to iTunes on your mobile phone. Just search the informal program and we'll come up instantly. We'll be back here on the show right after the break. We pay off show high. This is the informal program. What he just said. This is the informal program. All right. Are you one of those people still drinking out of your hands? Like when you go to a brook or a stream, do you still drink out of your hands? Stop it. You need cups. Cups are fantastic. If you want... To drink anything, you need to drink it out of a cup. Don't drink it out of your hands. Don't drink it out of your hat. It's not going to work. You need to drink it out of a cup. Cups can be found at all local retailers, and they're a proud sponsor of the show. This show is also sponsored by deodorant. Are you tired of putting mint mint leaves under your arms? That's what the pioneers used to do. That and drive rocks. Really? Yep. Okay. Well, if... If you check with them and they said that. Yeah, that's what they said. They said that's what the pioneers used to do. All right. So if you're tired of mint leaves, putting mint leaves under your arms, you should really try deodorant. You'll smell great and feel more confident. And now time for the Bagman News Report. And now, an actual news report with Bagman. After my forays into the uh, dark underbelly of sports, I have been shackled and forced to do a... Straight news report. <clears throat> Tyron Liu of the Cleveland Cavaliers expected to miss some time. He is taking off some time for medical leave after feeling uh, illness. Something like that. Justin Turner of the Los Angeles Dodgers uh, does not have to require any major surgery, but he did break his wrist. Logan Forsyth will take over his position at third base. And lastly, Martin Trex Jr. won the Auto Club 400 on Saturday by a whopping 11 seconds. Get this, ladies and gentlemen. A Toyota Camry beat a Chevy Camaro. I repeat, a Toyota Cam- Can you believe this? A Toyota Camry beat a Chevy Camaro. What is happening 
to this country? What happened to General Motors? What happened to the great vehicles of America? We are back after this. He couldn't do it, could he? He couldn't make it a minute without ranting and railing about something, could he? And by the way, I think the Toyotas are built in Kentucky and the Chevys are built in Canada. By the way, just so you know. What? Yeah. Stephen A. Smith can't believe it. Too far. No, that's not too far. It's true. It's the Chevy. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole and, and follow Bagman down into the upside down. Hey, look at that. Wait a minute. Did you make a, a modern reference? <laughs> what? You made a Stranger Things reference? Why are you so shocked? I mean, like, you're usually the guy who's, like, making 80s references and, you know, stuff. Okay. Thank you. So, this show today, man. <laughs> I, I was thinking we are going to have a, just a straight show and then... And then you touched your nose and the dice came out. Right. Speaking of which, do we want to keep... You, you didn't pay off Shohei Otani. That's right, because Bagman yelling about General Motors. Did... did uh, how did he get in here? All right, I let him in. Just, just, just say what you have to say and get out. All right. <clears throat> I came over from the newsroom to tell you something and ask you a very serious question. Did General Motors get bailed out to lose to a Toyota Camry? Get out of here, please. Thank you. No, I'm asking. Get, get him out. Please. Please. We're trying to do the show here, okay? There, does he seriously think that those are actual stock cars? Does he not realize that those are all just highly, highly tuned motor vehicles that just happen to have coverings on them that look in front and back like a Toyota Camry and a Chevy Camaro. Does he seriously think that a Toyota Camry beat a Chevy Camaro? Sure seems like it. All right. Someone, someone help him out, please. Okay. So Shohei Otani is a pitcher for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, or just the LA Angels, but we'll call them the Angels of Anaheim because it's, it's better for the meme. He is a genius because he could have gone anywhere in Major League Baseball. He could have gone to the Mariners. The Mariners could have paid him the most money. And here's the other thing before we get to Shohei. He could have come over in two years and made like $200 million. He said, no, I want to come over right now. And he's getting paid pretty much the league minimum. If I have this right here, Dave, he's getting paid. If I can pull it up on my website here, he's getting paid $545 thousand dollars which i mean that would you know feed a family of five in most of the united states i don't well i mean don't say that man play the soundbite john play the soundbite here whoa 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 have you seen rent in california for the purpose of my illustration please that money can go do a lot for most of america that's my point Uh, touche i like a one-room apartment in new york Can I finish? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So he's getting paid $545,000, which is what, you know, the Yankees fall asleep on with, uh, you know, when they're still wearing their jeans in bed. I mean, that's chump change. So he's getting paid that because he wants to come over and play in the United States now. He could have gone anywhere. I said that before. Mariners, Yankees, Dodgers. But what came out very early on is he said, no, I want to go to a small market. Why does he want to go to a small market? Okay, now we fast forward. Shohei Otani, he's not doing very well in spring training. We have his stats here before us, and this is about as nerdy as we're going to get into sports because it's baseball and we have to do that. 
He's batting 107, which is basically he's, getting, he's, he's hitting the ball 10% of the time, which is not very good. He's getting on base 21% of the time, and he's uh, slugging 107, which is a number that I don't really want to explain right now. But a number in the 500 is usually kind of good, and he's at 107. Pitching-wise, uh, he's given up four walks and hits per inning, uh, 10, home runs per nine, uh, 10 home runs per nine innings. His earned run average is 27. Okay, the sports people get it. Uh, it's, it's not good. It's not good at all. Everywhere you turn, it's just awful. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith's right. Okay, now here's the thing. This is where the genius of Shohei Otani comes into play. Of course he wanted to go to a small market. Who's talking about him right now? We're talking about him? They're doing maybe a hit on SportsCenter. Can you imagine if this dude was in New York? Can you imagine? He, he would... Can, I, I mean, just, just imagine that for a minute. You imagine if he were playing on the Dodgers right now doing this? He's a smart man. He knows himself. So I'm not going to go I'm going to go a little further than that. I'm going to say maybe he was smart enough to realize, you know what? Instead of coming over and getting paid 200 million dollars and having all this pressure on me, let me come over here now when I'm a little younger, learn the stuff and then maybe in 2 to 3 years I'll be good. This dude's smart. He's a prospect. He's a minor league prospect and that is a genius decision. To go to a small market and come over now where he doesn't have any pressure on him. Honestly, the Angels are like, we haven't made the playoffs anyway. I'm I'm speaking as someone who has supported the Angels since 2002 when they won the World Series when I was, you know, barely young enough to understand exactly what was going on. Angels haven't made the playoffs with Mike Trout. What, What are they expecting? Honestly. This is a whole trust the process thing, and it's genius on his part. So that's Shohei Otani. Good segment of radio. Good segment of radio. And now we cross the joint up with BD Factoids. And now it's time for Beanie Factoids. All right, let me get my papers here. <clears throat> okay, yep, that was the show, folks. Okay, let's get started with uh, the infamous segment of Beanie Factoids. Number one. All right, number one. Um, uh, Joseph Martinez is a, a, a soccer player for Atlanta United Football Club, and he is very close to setting the all-time MLS record for... Most hat tricks. I believe the record is nine. You believe? Yeah, I, I forgot. I looked it up and I forgot. Okay. Yeah. But I'll get it to you next week. But anyway, he has played in 23 games, and he is already on pace to beat the record after 23 games. Wow. That was a very fluffy report, and you didn't have much information. I know. I'll, I'll, I'll fix it next week. Number two. Number two. This is, this is, uh, this is both sad and shocking. <clears throat> Talk about shocking. Thank you. After 54 years, the Indianapolis 500 is moving from ABC to NBC. What? That's right. A new contract has been decided that will send uh, IndyCar to the national broadcasting company. Yeah, this is interesting. Hey, it's my report. All right, fine. Number three. Uh, number three. Uh, the Ebersols, the Ebersai, how do you say it? Dick Ebersol and his family? Yeah, the Ebersai. Um, the Ebersai? Yeah, that's how you say their name. Who says their name? The Ebersai. Dick Ebersol, sports executive, for those of you wondering what's going on. Yeah, and his family. So it's his son, so it's the Ebersai. Just do the report. Okay, it's Ebersai. 
The Ebersai are creating... That is ridiculous. That is... I'm sorry, John. I, even if it's correct, that sounds absurd. Okay. Wow, I'm sorry. I didn't name them. Okay. The Ebersai... Yeah, keep going. Uh, the Dick Ebersaw and his family, his son, are creating a, a football league to rival the XFL. What? Yes. Now, now several shows ago, we, we briefly discussed the, uh, the XFL, former Vince McMahon league, coming back. And he worked with Dick Ebersaw to create that league. Now they will be rivals as Dick Ebersaw has created a league uh, that will have no TV timeouts, will eliminate kickoffs and extra points, and will use a 30-second play clock as opposed to... The, uh, the, the NFL is 30. It will be called the AAF. I'm not sure what that stands for. Um, but Troy Palomalu will be uh, the player's guy. Uh, and Bill Polian, the, the oracle of football, will be uh, the general manager, the guy who leads the thing. Number five. Oh, man. Jose Altuve got paid, boy. Uh, Jose Altuve got a $151 million contract extension uh, for the next couple years. Uh, he's committed, they're committed to, the Astros are committed to him for the next seven years or so. And that is Beanie Factoids. Thank you. I like how you started to actually get information towards the end there and you were reading. Yeah. I, I discovered if you have a computer with you, when you're doing your report, it works a lot better. Yeah, we, we have discovered that as well as a society, that reading things when you're talking really does help. Um... We would like to bring back the uh, sentient sports die. Do we have his music here? It's time for the NCAA tournament update. Okay, so the sentient sports die picked two tournaments for us. Uh, the secret tournament, we'll update you on that at a later date. But do we know what happened? Because I tried to go to the website and we couldn't find it. Yeah, we really should have done this on paper before. Dave, what happened? Uh, so the city at Sports Dive bracket, I'm not sure what happened to it, but I do have an update on the Final Four because you didn't know it because we lost it on the Internet. Uh, he had uh, North Carolina. Oh, boy. Arizona. Yeah, well. Uh, and Villanova and Clemson. That was his Final Four. So the Sports Dive is still alive on the right side of the bracket. All right, cool. And uh, any upsets? Well, in the secret bracket, he did pick Loyola Chicago and Nevada, so he's doing well there. All right, cool. Lastly, before we finish up the show here, I want to get to the hotline here. Uh, Phil, Phil with a great point here, John. How can John say Andy Serkis gets no love and then not mention Doug Jones, equally as talented and uses less CGI? The Alabama senator's uh, acting work? No, the actor Doug Jones, not the senator. Oh, uh, oh, Doug Jones, yeah, the, the guy, the monster. Right, he does all of Guillermo del Toro's monsters. You know, I, I overlooked him. Yeah. Okay, for those of you curious what's going on here, John... In the course of our Oscars post-show, went from talking about uh, how Andy Serkis was snubbed of an Oscar to how he deserves an honorary Oscar. And Phil writing in and saying, Doug Jones, who in costume, not just CGI, in costume, does all the monsters, or most of them, for uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's movies, like The Shape of Water. He was the fish in The Shape of Water. How come John doesn't give him any love? All right, I have to watch some of his films because that's a good point. They should both get honorary Oscars. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, you're not going to get off this horse, are you? No, I'm not. I'm never. I'm never going to stop, man. All right, cool. Well, that's it for the show, ladies and gentlemen. We got something done, I guess. Uh, we have a lot to that will spill over into the next show because uh, the sports die messed up everything. 
For Dave, for John, for Bagman, for the Sentient Sports Die. I'm Daniel West. We'll see you next week. Bye. Again, are you one of those people, those pioneers, as Dave said, who still use their hands to drink? You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't use that. It's unsanitary. It's unhealthy. That's why you got cups. Drink out of a cup. It's refreshing. It'll hold your liquids just fine. And they sponsor the show. We use cups. We don't have any around here. We should have had cups, Dave, if we were thinking ahead. But cups are fantastic. You can use them. You can take them anywhere. And they sponsor the show. And also deodorant. If you want to stay fresh without having to stick mint or sage leaves in your underarms, use deodorant and stay fresh. Last few seconds of the show, anything we didn't get to in the show you wanted to discuss? Um, well, I think the Bills will win the NCAA tournament. Solid. You, John? No, that was it. All right. Well, we will see you next week all. Bye.